welcome to the first Irish expat podcast. In today's episode, we'll be covering our decision to leave Ireland, why we chose Italy, where we went on our amazing six-week holiday, our overall budget for traveling, and where we are now. Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Cormac. And welcome to the first Irish expat podcast. We've been on the road for six months, traveling the length and breadth of Italy. Season one is all about our six week holiday from the southern city of Naples to Lake Garda up in the north. We'll be giving our best tips and tricks and talking about our highlights and mistakes. And how we've ended up moving to Florence. Make sure you're subscribed and if you like this episode then please give us a five star rating. So how are you Gormok? How are we doing now Jane? Not too bad and yourself? Oh sure look. We're in Florence, aren't we doing all right? Aren't we doing all right <laughs> on a rainy, rainy Wednesday? So I'll give a little bit of an intro to the series, will I? I think that's a good idea. All right. Yeah. How, how are you so keeping? Catch you, everyone up, you know. Are you doing all right there in your blanket? Doing absolutely mighty. This blanket's awful comfy. You Don't swear. care what it looks like as long as I can lounge on this makeshift sofa we've built. I know. I'm I a know. happy man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sickened. Like, it was like moved to Italy. Apparently, like in Florence, it was never going to be cold. And yet no. it's absolutely freezing yeah no but i think it's the fact that we were in the sun for four months on an amazing holiday and then all of a sudden it got a bit cold and i also shaved my head during the holiday so i think the cold just kicked us a little harder than home <laughs> i have no pity for you i'm absolutely freezing oh, all the time so. oh, well you wear about four layers so you know <laughs> you can't you know yourself to blame only yesterday you were saying the jumper's too hot so an introduction to the series is uh this particular season one, we have numerous mm. seasons planned. Very oh, exciting. Many, many, many seasons. But season one is all about the holiday that got out of hand. <laughs> so welcome to our podcast, which welcome, is going to cover our extensive holiday tips and tricks. Oh god, you learn so much. And mistakes that we yes. made. You learn so much about our mistakes <laughs> and how to avoid them. Why did we go to Italy in the first place? Well, I was planning to get the hell away from bar work in Ireland. Uh, decided that, you know, going to work in a vineyard to learn about wine is a good excuse to get out of the country for a few months after hoping to get out during COVID, as many people I'm sure have. Um, so yeah, I ended up applying, getting accepted to work in a vineyard in Piedmont, outside of Turin, for about three to four months, I was hoping to do. So I was meant to be on, on a tour around... Europe. Europe. Uh, a working holiday. I will say I work remote, so you know, I didn't get to oh. DOS like this lad did. Oh, yeah. Going Work, working dumb. remote with your three and a half days telling me about DOS. It was very tough. Thanks. It was a very tough thing. 60 hours a week in, in a pub. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was so labour intensive. Can't even talk about yeah, it. Would you like another cup of tea in bed while you do your work there? I will actually murder you. <laughs> so I, like, you know, one of those lads, I don't plan. I just go. So I had absolutely nothing planned apart from the idea of going to Italy, connecting with this, obviously, farmer up in the north who uh, was set up through my lovely friend, well, our lovely friend, Elena from Sheridan. Hi, Elena. We love you. Thank you so much. Italy's class. And she basically gave me an entire itinerary of all the her her basic like numerous as Italians have memories of the family spread out through the country. So it was just which I love. Like we'll get yeah. into it later in the episode, but like Cormac never kept that to me. I so, kept that secret because it was it wasn't on any Excel sheet. It was written down in a notebook, like the old man I am at heart. <laughs> so when we do say that I planned the entire holiday, Cormac never handed 
this bit of information over to me. I, I read it to you, but I think because I was saying it, you just discounted it in its entirety. <laughs> well, you know, I only listen to about 30% of what you say. Well, so. yeah. I thought it was 25 for a while, but I'll take 30. Um, so we knew, like, between us as well, different... I, I only come into planning ever when a restaurant or a, a, you know, a cool bar is involved. I'll happily do the research end of things then. But it's more... Uh, we got well, a nice actually, list. We were, we were both... We were uh, hanging out in Galway together. You were going to go to Italy. I was going to yeah. go travel around Europe. Europe, we said... You, you just kind of turned and said, well, if you've nothing feckin' planned, you just why don't we just do it together because it'd be a lot cheaper just yeah we're both going the same direction why not do it together and it did work out i think like ridiculously cheaper for yeah. two people to do it together than to obviously solo travel yeah so our initial like the initial bit of this podcast is going to be us talking about our six-week holiday where we did a lot and we did a lot on the budget oh, that we were yeah. on yeah for for what we had to spend we did an impressive amount of like i would say once in a lifetime experiences yeah it like was once in a lifetime it was amazing but i was only we were both just meant to be going on holiday and then moving on to go to other places or to yeah. work from other places and then it just got out of hand we we just you, you well i say we in this instance but i think it was more you started looking at prices of apartments on the holiday for different areas in italy and that just was a rabbit hole that should never have been stumbled it into. Because I, I think at this stage, it's safe to say we're probably never leaving Italy. Like Italia.com <laughs> is saved as a bookmark. Oh my God, my yeah. yeah. Like, I opened that before I opened the Guardian, like to read the news in the morning. I'm like, what cheap houses are yeah. open for like rented to buy as if I could fucking buy it. And if anyone is looking to move to Italy, that is your saving grace, that website right there. So good. It is the best, like... Forget any if you even if you're googling anything in Italy, just put in like the dot it at the end. Yeah. For the website, and it's just so much easier. You actually find a lot of discounts, and then just do the translation on your phone, and you'll be laughing, laughing. What were you doing before we moved to Italy, or went on holidays to Italy for any of that? So I at the time was working in Chin Options in Galway on Key Street. If anyone knows it, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Never what? been, never stepped foot. Like 129 years old pub? No, never set foot in my life. So I was working there and actually, incidentally, living above the pub, which is not an ideal situation, <laughs> trying to avoid work when you have to go in through the door all the time. I can only imagine like if you were absolutely dying of a hangover and oh. you had to like walk through the pub. Oh, I've done the walk of shame outside and like <laughs> I've gone drinking with one of the girls that opens and then ended up staying out, walking home from your one's house. And walking past her on the door at 8 o'clock in the morning being like, please don't be there. Please don't be there. Walk around the corner. She's standing outside. Just Sorry, starts, walk a shame. Just, just right. starts laughing. Just like, starts laughing. I hope you're talking about drinking now. Oh, but, but of course. But of course only drinking. Don't want to hear anything and else. I, I'll move swiftly on quickly. <laughs> so I run up the stairs. <laughs> so yeah, I lived upstairs. But then I, I just needed a break. Like working over COVID and, and hospitality was stressful. So yeah, just needed a little... little Step away, get to Italy, I thought, get to the countryside, make some wine, le- learn a lot as well. And kind of, that's my end goal, be a sommelier, hopefully. But yeah, so Alan and Glenn presented you with this lovely situation. Yeah, am- of like- amazing itinerary, kind of friends that would accept me. I, I had my choice of uh, vineyards, one in Sicily, one in uh, up in the north, obviously in Piedmont, and then another one, I think, in the Puglia region. So I had lots of options. I was very lucky. I don't know. It was amazing. I had, um, what was I doing for work? I Tell us, have, what were you at? What was I at? Should on I, your laptop. Um, 
yeah so Cormac along with every other person that I know in Ireland doesn't know what I do but I work in marketing and events production so. I'd just be playing solitaire if I was on a laptop all day that's all I do just solitaire you didn't even like grow up in the time of solitaire I have a Huey did oh, <laughs> my dad that, that's so, his father so yeah. yeah please understand how out of like oh he yeah He's a man with a Dublin accent who lives in Leitrim. He's a little bit <laughs> out of sorts. <laughs> okay, so when Carl said, I just sit at home and play, like, solitaire yeah, all day. That's what I would do. <laughs> the first, like, 1990s Prince of Persia version. Not understanding um, Jane's job at all, but please, do. Yeah, so uh, I, I will be silent for a moment. Thank you <laughs> Enjoy. Very much. So, I work in um, the arts, work specifically in marketing the arts. I just got a job working for an, an engine engineering company um in based in ireland as well but yeah. i was like working home so uh i'd been working from home for seven years before before the the and bad be, times before everyone else started doing it before um, it was cool you so yeah, were for, a pioneer of remote working pioneer yeah so about four years and even going into covid my parents just like are you on the facebook upstairs <laughs> yeah you, um, we never see you doing anything. Do you yeah. work at all? Do you just lie in bed yeah. all day being on the Facebook? Will so. you go out and cut the grass first? You're at nothing in your room. Yeah, go on, will so, you? Uh, I, I'd been working <laughs> for a long mothers. time. So I do feel like COVID helped me a lot in that situation <laughs> where people actually started to understand what I did. Um, ah, I get it now. <laughs> but I'd always wanted to move abroad. And yet, uh, I never had the balls to do it by myself. Mm. I'd always wanted to go with like a friend or a family member or a partner or someone and um, I'd even said to like, you know, Joe, you'd be on the old Tinder, and he'd be like, Oh yeah. Joe, uh, you know, you'd be like, Hey, like, where do you live? Or hey, do whatever. Like, my first thing would be like, Do you want to move abroad? Like, <laughs> and, straight in, straight in, just how? Who are you? No. I, I do you want to go in a? Do you want to go in a van for six months and <laughs> drive around the coast of Ireland? Do you know? Yeah, I fucked sure. up numerous times by lads being like, "Oh yeah, no, that sounds cool," and then they'd be like, "No, that's shite." And I'm like, "Grant, well, it's never going to work out." Anyway. I didn't realize you were serious. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was kind of my that was kind of my intro to a lot of uh, relationships or friendships. Being like, "Do you want to move abroad?" Because I just didn't have the the balls to do it myself. Yeah. So eventually, anyway, I found this lad. And I was like, Grant, oh, yeah. sure, well, we're going a bit of a holiday for a while as mates and sure it'll work out, it'll be grand. And uh, yeah, so I was just working on the road three and a half days a week. Oh, the hard life. So, living in Ireland at the time, that was an interesting uh, one as you watch the prices inflate around us and houses disappearing. Oh, I loved it. It was like 10,000 euro for a shed. Do you think that was a major factor of uh, getting out of Ireland, Jane? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Dossie man who lived above his pub. Yeah, I'm sure that I was... was the lucky one. <laughs> I'm sure that was really difficult in for no him. No way. <laughs> uh, no, I've been living in... Um, I was really lucky up until a certain amount of time, but I've been living on my own and I'd given up the gaff for oh, no. <clears throat> particular reasons that I won't get into. But I ended up living back with Mammy and Daddy. As many people have to do, unfortunately. Do you know, late 20s... Gone living with mommy and daddy oh, yeah. I was like this isn't cool give me a cup of tea there ma will you mommy and daddy are great and I will say they were like do you know I actually looked at, do you remember I was reading you that statistic where I was saying over 64% of Irish people between yeah. ages 25 to 34 are living at home at the moment they don't have a choice they don't have a choice but also like how do you even meet someone yeah. like how do you go on a yeah. date yeah what is a date nowadays it's just like 
Do, do you, you can't bring them over really, can you? <laughs> no. On date four, you have to meet my parents though. Oh, and then Great. hotel rooms are about 500 euro a night. Yeah, so. you, uh, you wouldn't even want to go to a hostel any days now. Why not? They're all booked out with students because no one, Cause no one can live anywhere. <laughs> Just a vicious circle. So in Galway, it's a pretty dire living situation. It's not great, Ted. It's not great. There is... There's barely anything at the minute and it is all down to who you know. I hear it sounds like a lecture picnic up at the college. Oh my God, did you hear? Yeah. There's like 56 fucking tanks up there and they're all just having a rave. Is that in UCD though or is that in Galway? No, no, that's in Galway. In Galway now as well. Oh, in Rahoon or something? Yeah, no, up in Dangan. Oh, Dangan, Dangan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard like it's, it's like a mini Glastonbury up there. Ah, sure, wouldn't you only love it? Like, sure, it'd be free electric picnic ticket. If you were living in a student gaff beside it, do you think you just, like, charge a euro or something to use, well, no, two, three, four, five euro to use the shower or something like that? Oh, yeah, should we make a mint? Should I hear Ed Sheeran's playing there, like, next week? Booked in. <laughs> we stand it on two crates of Coors Light. <laughs> should we smoke that's for you? <laughs> I wrote the song about the tents and dangling. <laughs> Galway tents. <laughs> yeah. So on the decision to leave Ireland. Oh yes. We knew we were going on holiday. Yeah. Or well, you knew you were going on holiday. I knew I was going to Italy. Going to Italy. What research did you? What what's research look? <laughs> Barely did a thing. I looked at the itinerary that Elena gave me, and I said, "Ah, oh, sure, they look great." Now, did you book anything? Oh, Do you want to No. No. Absolutely not. She thought you just glide on the plane and hand someone 20 quid. Like. Ah, sure, look, it'd be grand. <laughs> not the Irish way. Genuinely, that's what he's like. He's yeah. just like. You were asking me, where, where are you staying? I was like, don't know, because I don't know where I'm flying yet. And I was like, why don't you know where you're flying? Because I don't know when I'm leaving. <laughs> so, on that, have you ever lived abroad before that? Only in England. So, basically, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, you know, there's a big Cross river in between us, and I just crossed the pond. <laughs> So, uh, outside He's so of tall, he could have just walked across yeah. it. <laughs> Small leap. Uh, nine months abroad, about that. Eight, nine months uh, working working in a hotel in Oxford, part of college. So, that was my own experience really living abroad. Um, I'm sure, and compared to myself, you have a, a vast list of countries at this stage. No, not really. Like, I'm an absolute feckin' like, homebird. Yeah. Do you know? Like, <laughs> I love my mum and daddy. Like, if I go away for a weekend, I'm like... Can I just please come home, like, mommy, you'll cook me a fry, you know? That's the um, dream, isn't it? it? Like, totally. So, like, I'm late 20s. Mm. I, I'm always travelling for work, so I always have to go, like, abroad a little bit. Like, yeah. at least once or twice, three, four times a year, I always get offered, like, to go abroad. Mom was like, but, like, you know, like, I, you should go. Oh, no, come back. I always wanted to make the permanent move just to go, but... Like I'm such a homebird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd only ever move. I think my longest move is like maybe moving to Australia for like four months or something. Yeah. And then I go home. Like I was living in Dublin, which I know is such an alien land. Yeah, to to most people from the country, the big smoke. Three and a half hours on a shitty <clears> bus. So you know. Well, yeah, de- dependent. If you live in Leitrim, like myself, unfortunately, there's. there's <laughs> sure no, from Leitrim. There's no way of getting the bus. <laughs> sure, there's no roads out of Leitrim. There's only roads in. So. Okay. Like the Bermuda Triangle of Ireland. You get sucked into Leitrim at some stage and you can't get out again. How did we decide where we were going to go? So it was more uh, flying into the south and moving up towards the north. And that was your plan the whole time, was no, it? No, it was not at all. <laughs> I had no plan. I thought you got a whole itinerary off, hadn't I? Oh, there? I did, yeah. I just didn't initiate the <laughs> initiate you the not read the thing? Like... Oh, I did, yeah. Many times. I just didn't put it into Google. Didn't I, I knew roughly, roughly like. 
Well, if it isn't on a Google Sheet, then it doesn't fucking exist. Well, it exists in your head, you know. You can have a plan in your head, even if it's a backup plan. So what was plan. your plan in your head? Fly to Italy. Fuck a flight. Fly to Italy. Get to the elevator. Ah, no, we were about three or four weeks out at that stage now, in fairness. You took over in three two weeks. Three to four weeks to get to the two, vineyard. Two, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, like, two weeks out from actually flying, if you wanted a bit of holiday. Oh, yeah, sure. I knew I could just push it out if I, if I, if I needed to, like. So, you had mentioned earlier about that beautiful Excel. Yes. The uh, wonderful Excel sheet that is now my Bible for existence, <laughs> especially want, on the holiday. Do you want to talk about how that Excel sheet came into existence? It came into existence when I was having a lovely pint of Guinness, sitting <laughs> in front of a fire watching a Chelsea game, as Jane sat down beside me. I was just on her phone being like, I'm going to look at stuff for, for Italy, because you have all this time and nothing booked. I was like, okay, cool. I just watched the game. <laughs> I had like... One or two interactions about different things, like, look at this, oh, wow, cool, cool place. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, at the end of the match, how much had you booked, Jay? Well, I hadn't booked that much, but I had the general plan. But you, no, but you had a, a schedule of it. I did. And you, had, you also had, um, I think, three or four different options for each city for accommodation already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 90 minutes of football. <laughs> Plus your little bit of extra time. So essentially, it. we had a budget, and we'll get into the budget in a little, like in a minute. Because yeah. uh, Cormac doesn't have a fucking clue about budgets. He just oh, like, no. what do I ever do? I don't know. What's, what's Here's my credit name? card number. What What do you need from me? That I will say that we paid half the whole way through. Yeah, not as if he was like, oh, fifty fifty. No, baller here, like paying. I just I was just like, here is my financials. <laughs> Take what you. But anyway, <laughs> you are I just old. thought if he was flying in two weeks' time, didn't even know where he was flying into, you'd end up homeless yeah genuinely ah no I wouldn't to be grand (laughs) I swear to god you would have ended up homeless I would have rang my mate Emanuele from Salerno and just been like sort me out and I would have had a a five star hotel room (laughs) actually do you know what you would have I feel like you yeah I would have been absolutely sound (laughs) so I decided that we would have a budget and to have a proper excel sheet and the excel sheet is what we're going to work through yes for the next couple of episodes which is date location transport accommodation fun food and documentation yes which is very detailed so i made us like i well i filled out the first five columns and then the documentation i'm sure cormac loved but after the end of every day i was like let's write in the documentation so that we remember like a little diary entry yeah that's where i became useful because i can remember kind of exactly like what food and drinks we had and like (laughs) what restaurant we were in and (laughs) nearly, nearly the names but there's a lot of you know no, no, we do have the names of a lot we, of places. A lot of the places, yeah, but that was down to kind of Googling where we were rather <laughs> yeah, than remembering the name the of the place. Google Maps fucking... <laughs> oh, God. Google Maps is, yeah. Frightening. It's but... tricky. It, it can be a bit of a menace in some places, but we'll, we'll certainly true. come back to that. <laughs> so I planned the holiday on... Uh, I work at events. I usually have to organise like transport or accommodation for people anyway. Experience, thank God. A little bit of experience. Yeah. I know how to work a laptop. <laughs> about to teach me someday someday so that was kind of it I was just trying to research I knew what our general budget was and I was trying mm. to make it stretch as much as possible um, but a lot of people always ask like how much did it cost you yeah do you know we were how s- much should I have in my pocket what's my you know 
what's the point of having a great holiday or just like you know be your basic normal holiday what what should i be aiming for yeah so we'll tell you now like and this isn't just for like a weekend away obviously you're going to spend a lot more if you're just on a weekend away or if you're just whatever yeah you but, have that room in your budget to get like the fancy hotel to get you know all out spa treatments the whole like we didn't stay any fucking gifts like no 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 they were certainly not gifts we were very lucky uh, I we don't, didn't stay I think in any was... dormitories it was always no. like we had our own private room for the two the hostels us. were all absolutely gorgeous you know they had like Shelves of beer behind reception for the one euro. The hostels were actually like the private rooms. The rooms the were lovely. Sometimes were nicer than the than some some hotel rooms, but we like well the Airbnb sorry, but sometimes you know we we booked a place going off a picture of a bedroom and we ended up getting a whole apartment. So yeah, <laughs> we did get very lucky. So yeah, yeah. there'll definitely be a lot of good tricks for Airbnb and things like that and websites to use for booking accommodation in Italy because Jane really did nail the places. Thanks so much. You're so welcome. Um, but no, we did. Like, I did really, really try and find the best places um, and the most affordable places yeah. for a budget. But I definitely, I knew, it, and you know, at my stage of life, you know, <laughs> coming up on thirty, what I didn't, that? <laughs> I didn't want to be sharing like with six or seven other people or of other people. Um, I did want to have Too a private effort. room. I just couldn't be arsed. Do you know Imagine I mean? the like, shower situation in the toilet. God, can't go back to that. <laughs> so. We will say if you are um, a couple or a couple of friends that decide to go around to a place in Europe, yeah, this is the general budget that we would set to, and we live like kings. Yeah, we have a great lifestyle, like, and people know prices in Ireland. Like, you can get a, a long way, you can go a long way in Italy with a small enough budget if you know what to look out for. Yeah, and, and this is us. Like, we were, we do, we are smokers. Yeah. So that's included in our budget. Like now, it's not like Ireland. How much are fucking cigarettes now? About a million euros. Oh god, something like seventeen euros. I think it might even be eighteen. Love. Yeah, the budget recently actually it could be something different now. So, but yeah. it's outrageous. So outrageous. cigarettes, uh, for a packet of cigarettes in Italy, it's about five euro five fifty. Yeah, they range anywhere from five to six, depending on what brand you smoke and like different packaging and stuff. But like they're really cheap. Yeah, <laughs> they're so if really you're cheap. if you're not a smoker, you'd take off like you know two fifty each or five euro per budget or whatever. Yeah, and um, if you're an entrepreneur, buy a couple, put them in your bag, go at home, <laughs> sell them for an outrageous profit. <laughs> yeah, I mean we wouldn't be doing that with the tax. No, on no, now. no, no. Sorry, no. We'd never I, do that. Um, I retract anything I just said. I've never done that. Here, say what. <laughs> So what we set was a 30 euro budget per day per person. Mm, yeah. And that was breakfast, lunch, dinner, alcohol, cigarettes and fun. So yeah, people might think that that's quite small nearly, I suppose in a way, 30 per person with drinks and stuff, but this is Italian prices obviously, so it was quite manageable. Yeah. And I we mean, only well, reached like the odd time for like the extra plate or dessert or something in a restaurant that we went over. But that was each. us having, like some days we would have super, super, super cheap days where we'd only spend 10 euro. We'd buy fags and a sandwich and we'd yeah. have the breakfast included. Yeah. We might get a delivery or something that night. Yeah. Like and that's then, it. And you need those days, quiet days though. I, I always recommend that yeah, so I'd say two or three quiet them. days a week, and then four, three or four like mad days a week as well. So long as yeah. you're finding like the good value. So yeah, I would I would say it's thirty euro per person over thirty days, which is nine hundred euro per month, like per person per month. Yeah, so, so for one whole month, euro. yeah, eighteen for two people. But that's without transport and accommodation. Yeah. So accommodation also works out at. 30 euro well it's 60 euro in total per night 
um, between I think 66 was our average and yeah. we had some of the most beautiful Airbnbs, hotels. Like, some of them were so worth it. Like, like and we got one apartment that was just like a beautiful kitchenette, two balconies. We thought it was just the bedroom. Yeah. It had like air con, like it was the whole works. It and was amazing. You can find a read for that value. I know some people might think that thirteen hundred or more or eighteen hundred sorry is a lot, but over that course of time and you're traveling on all these different cities and you know, they're doing as much as we did, which was exhausting. That's why yeah. you need those those rest days. Yeah, so we it would say close. to have like the best holiday that you could have. And again, we booked all of the accommodations so close to the like if you were yeah. booking a lot further out you would have gotten a lot better. But we did a month we did the first four weeks, three thousand six hundred euro, all inclusive. All in, so that's like an incredible price. Yeah. And you, <laughs> which, if we were living in Ireland, to think about it, could you imagine like if no. we were trying to live like kings in Ireland? Sure, you might be able to go out for pints like maybe once or twice a week. You might be able to go to Temple Bar it. once for two pints, and then you'd have to go home and then. <laughs> Sell your jacket. No, she just buy two packs of cigarettes. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Four grand but that's gone. it. Do you know the start of night out in Ireland is like seventeen for your cigarettes, another fourteen or fifteen for two pints. In Italy, it's it's like ten euro or fifteen yeah. euro for two pints and a packet of ciggies. So. So yeah, to have the absolute like holiday of a lifetime yeah. where you have your own private time, you're not sharing with anybody else, and you're living really, really well. Yeah. And you get to do excursions. You get to do fun stuff four grand would set you absolutely up for yeah. a brilliant time. An amazing time. And like the mix of accommodation, I think, is a great idea because you get like your mix of hotels with swimming pools, you get Airbnbs, roof terraces in the most like busiest areas. I think it's a great way to kind of see different parts is mix up your accommodation. Yeah. Don't just stay in the same kind of standard hotel all the time or hostel mm-hmm. all the time. Like pick those weird and wonderful, wacky... Airbnb yeah. suggestions because they can be the greatest places ever yeah because I just want to like before we get more into the podcast I know that people are always going to know like or they're always going to want to know like how much did you spend how much or of course you... yeah yeah Um, but my top tips like that we have we will do a full episode on like top tips traveling around Italy that will like break yeah it down do's and down. don'ts kind of what to do where comedy well like travel especially and different yeah. uh, but like it's definitely using cognito if you're looking yeah. at like flights or trains or buses or anything like that you will just um, be flattened with offers and adverts that don't exist yeah um and like look up like if you actually do want to go to a place just youtube it like vloggers have gone there see if you actually do want to go and see it yeah um then google translate just make sure that you have that as a shortcut on your phone mm. um make sure that you know how to use maps and i would say that yes that's a big one because we thought that we knew how to use maps and like we've both been abroad using maps but yeah and it just turned out to be a nightmare here because your 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 signal your icon whatever it just doesn't work properly and you don't know what street you're meant to be walking down and all of a sudden it just changes direction and you're lost and you're kind of you know yeah. you end up not in a touristy area so there's no one that really speaks english or Oh no, that's been mighty crack. <laughs> oh, it's been so much fun. We're like random people in the street. Where Dove L? Like we've literally been standing in the middle of like a roundabout, and Cork's like, "You've no idea where we're going." I'm holding like ten bags, and I'm like, "All of his bags, by the way," because I don't have any stuff with me. And I'm like, "No, we definitely do." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh no, we've been walking the wrong way for yeah, yeah, yeah. forty degree heat for about seven miles." <laughs> He's like, like, 
I oh, fucking hate you. Yeah, I'm just looking at her like, ah, you're, you're pulling my leg. Like, you know, this I is a joke. That leads into our top tip ever, which is if you can mm. book your accommodation, whether it's like a hotel, an Airbnb, a hostel, whatever it is, book it as close to the train station yeah. as you possibly can. Absolutely. Like you leave yourself within a 10 minute walk from the train station and you're laughing because as soon as you get off the train, it's just boom, check in. And I, we've done these walks through the heat and 30, 40 minutes in the sun carrying your suitcases, That's when carrying the fucking domestics happen. That's when things get out of order. So we came from Galway or we came from Ireland, mm. went on our break holiday, traveled around hit some Where beautiful cities we had the best holiday yes. it was so great incredible um it was the best holiday of your life yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely Better don't look me like that of course it is <laughs> so you planned it <laughs> can't thanks so much um didn't have to say that um so where are we now we're in florence baby we're in florence baby so we've been so yeah no to to exaggerate slightly as we've been traveling the for Length and breadth of Italy, from Naples all the way to Venice and Lake Garda all the way to Cinque Terre and La Spezia and Siena and horse racing and we're so cultured now. We're so cultured now. We were on a boat, our own boat. We got ice cream. I'll explain. Uh, we were seeing horses walk through the city like they were celebrities in Siena. Yeah. Uh, we were on many boats, many, many, many boats in Lake Garda. That was amazing. We were on top of a mountain watching paragliders jump off. Uh, some of the best food ever. We asked for 200 Italians in a square. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was incredible. What? So, speaking about where we are now, where yes. are we now? So, we took the lovely leap of kind of the very last weekend of the holiday, deciding that we were Do either going to fly at home. Ireland? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, if you had a choice between going home or staying in Italy, what would you do? So, yeah, we had our last interview for the apartment we are now in on one of the boats in Lake Garda because that was the only time the realtor could make a video call when we still thought that it was a scam. <laughs> it was a scam. <laughs> so we were like, we have to make this, did it on a boat, ended up getting the apartment. I had a job interview in an Irish bar as, you know, an Irish person moving to Florence. That's what you do. You apply mm-hmm. for all the Irish bars in the, in the entirety of the city online. Actually, we're not going to get work much else. Oh, God, right? yeah. But my... <laughs> Ciao. Come va. Tu bene. Hello. Italian of a <laughs> distinguished Florentine speaker. Uno. <laughs> Uno momento, por favore. <laughs> Sto imparando lentamente. <laughs> so, yeah, we went on this yeah. big holiday. We we still, like, you know, we could say, like, the basic things. Like, can I have beer? Can I like, yeah. cigarettes? Can That's I what we learned kind of on Google Translate straight away. Can we have a table? Can we have a beer? And it was, like, really kind of basic. Yeah, we have like, bill. that's all I still have. Like, he's almost fucking fluent. And I'm like, <laughs> it's only because <laughs> I took a job where it seems to be that any customer is in before five o'clock in the afternoon or six o'clock are just Italian speakers. And I have no choice Do to you're convert. literally getting paid to have Italian lessons. I know, yeah. You jammy prick like Ah, oh, it's a wonderful life. One of the one of the customers is literally an old professor, which is even better. Prof, he's so oh, cute. Oh he's cha- he sounds like Chewbacca. I know. He's, he's, so, he's just amazing. oh it's incredible. It's beautiful. But yeah, we ended up uh, I well I ended up getting a job at an Irish bar. 
and you lucky enough were able to continue remote working so we just had to find so yeah you know, I, had to, I had to fly back to Ireland at one stage for a job or two in September yeah and uh, yeah I came back here and we're just on the road essentially mm. even though we have our apartment here we still get to go on holidays every yeah. so often and trains here in Italy in fairness on the majority uh, even the expensive they're unbelievable they're great mm-hmm. they go all the time and they go 260 kilometers an hour so uh, you get to Naples and you get to Rome and two between two and three hours so next week Cormac what are we going to talk about we're going to be talking about Naples and so Naples was our first stop on the tour yes the very first destination very first destination when i got the emergency work call so you got to see a lot more of naples than i did yeah i went wandering down random streets where there was just (laughs) it was chaos (laughs) absolute chaos so we're going to talk about um having our first cocktails initially we're going to talk about cheap italian meals that were beautiful crazy italian locals musicians work on the road the joys and the not so joyous the moments of that <laughs> they do have and uh, yeah so we really hope that you tune in next tune week tune in again we're Cormac and Jane we hope you enjoyed our first podcast and come back next time where we'll be talking about our first leg of the trip in, in the south of Italy Naples if you liked our podcast then please subscribe and please give it a five star review it's free and it just takes a couple of seconds you can follow us on all socials at Altliven and you can download our Excel sheet with all of our accommodation, restaurant, transport, experience and budget details for our six week holiday on altliven.com.